0: to the 15-Minute Classroom. Come on in and join me as we sit across this online table together. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time in the classroom, let me introduce myself. I'm Diane Kaye, host of the 15-Minute Classroom podcast and owner of Next Steps, a collaborative coaching business. After working in the field of education for 17 years, I stepped aside to support families in a more direct way through collaborative coaching, whether it's meeting to create routines that build skills, working together to problem-solve challenging behaviors, or reviewing an IEP, an individual education plan to provide support at home. Each opportunity sheds light on you, the parents, seeking to understand and engage your children as you build relationships that foster character and lifelong learning. Here in the classroom, you'll gain access to information, tools, strategies, and educational support for children 4 to 12 years of age, as you seek to develop essential skills that your children need at home, at school, at work, and in their relationships. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the 15-minute classroom is here for you. Each episode contains a brief 15-minute opportunity to apply the foundational strategy the Classroom Podcast is based on. If you've not listened to Episode 1, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to gain a clear understanding of the 15-minute foundational strategy. On today's episode, I want to sit across this online table with you and delve a little more deeply into the skill we discussed in Episode number 3. In Episode 3, Building the Skill of Following Instructions was discussed And today, we'll take a step back and consider why why following instructions can be so difficult, especially at this time as parents are being called upon to support their children's learning from home. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I want to start with considering how stress can impact your child's ability to follow instructions stress can affect anyone who feels overwhelmed. Children's stress can be intensified when what is happening around them feels chaotic and out of control. They pick up on the anxiety they feel and hear. While it's not always easy to identify when a child feels stressed, there are short-term changes in behavior that you might see. Headaches, trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping, Wanting to be alone, or perhaps difficulty listening and following instructions, just to name a few. A child who feels stressed may overreact to minor problems, and you might see a change in their ability to complete schoolwork where they were once successful in the past. It's important to consider the impact of current stress as children begin learning at home. You, as a parent or caregiver, may feel stressed. The teacher teaching the lesson may feel stressed. The environment in the home might feel stressful. The child may feel internally stressed with all the changes in his or her life. Taking into account that this can be a highly stressful time provides perspective when it comes to behavior, attention, and the ability one does or doesn't have to add additional demands. If you're noticing your child's behavior has changed it's important to remember that all behaviour is communication. Your child is trying to tell you something. He may not have the words to express how he feels, and she may not feel it's okay to talk about what's concerning her, for perhaps she can see the increased demands and load her parents are already carrying. Therefore, it's important to consider that one of the main reasons your child may have difficulty following instructions is because of the stress he's experiencing inwardly and outwardly. With this in mind, the time you take to find peace and calm for yourself will have a profound impact on your children. As you approach learning with your child, consider making space for outside play or a calm activity before he starts his learning. This will prepare him to be ready and will set the stage for learning. So, as you consider your child's ability, or seeming difficulty, to follow instructions, remember, we all need an extra measure of understanding, patience, gentleness, kindness, and support, especially at this time when stress is high and resources are reduced. Let's consider what other factors might contribute to your child's ability to follow instruction. You may notice that your child can focus intently and follow instructions or directions when engaged in certain activities like playing a video game, building a Lego creation, or baking a cake. But when it comes to schoolwork, she may have a hard time staying on task. It may not be that he isn't able to pay attention. It may be that his ability to control what he pays attention to is the issue or concern. When children are in their classroom at school, teachers will often seat a child who is distracted or seems to struggle with following instructions away from high traffic areas or away from windows and doors. She might also place the child close to her desk or in the front row where the child may have eye contact with the teacher or where the teacher can gently touch or tap the child's desk as a cue to pay attention to what's being said. When your child is working at home, there are potentially more distractions, so finding a place that you and your child can identify as a space that limits distractions is key. You'll want to consider how many books, pens, papers, etc. there are on the table or desk, and have only the minimal tools that are required. Sometimes dimming the lights will reduce glare. If there's a clock in the room, a wall clock that ticks, you may want to remove it to reduce extra background noise. You may also want to consider the chair he's sitting on. Perhaps a stability ball, the exercise type, can encourage movement. For some children, they're actually able to listen better when they can move. Or it can be the opposite, they may work better with a chair without wheels, so if there's a desk chair that has wheels, it might be important to remove it and place just a solid chair without wheels to reduce unnecessary movement. Listening to your child so that he becomes aware and is able to express what distracts his learning is important. By taking care of these and other distractions, your child will be better equipped to recognize what it feels like to pay attention. Then, if he does become distracted or is starting to drift away, he will know how to bring his focus back and return to paying attention. Making learning active is another way to help your child build the skill of following instructions. If it's math equations, for instance, and he's learning fractions, get out your measuring cups, or have him trace the edge of a large bowl on a piece of paper. The circle represents a pizza, something that he can relate to, and then have him draw lines representing cuts in a pizza for half, quarters, eighths, etc. By making learning active, he'll be more engaged and therefore will connect with the instructions that are given. Making learning active helps your child connect an instruction with something he can see, something he is familiar with, and something that makes sense in his world. It becomes more concrete and less abstract. If you happen to notice that your child is feeling overwhelmed with the the instructions being given, you may want to consider breaking the instructions into more manageable chunks. It could be that one part of the instruction wasn't clear, and from that point on your child wasn't able to pay pay attention. So it's helpful to pause between instructions to make sure they have time to process what they've heard. Providing one or two instructions at a time, and finally having them repeat what it is they're going to, to do next can help with following the instruction. There will be times when your child claims he didn't receive instructions. And that might be a clue that perhaps there was one aspect of the instruction that she focused on and from that point on, she didn't hear the rest. You might choose to capture an image of the instructions with your phone and then she can refer back to it. If she claims there weren't instructions given or there were missing instructions, she can take a look back at the photo to reinforce her memory and ability to recall. If there are younger siblings at home, it may also be challenging to find a quiet space for your child to work. So for some children, using headphones that fully cover their ears can help with distracting background noise. There are also children who follow instructions better with background noise, especially when they're motivated to listen. They may be motivated by completing a task in a period of time, Or receiving an incentive when the instructions are followed. If time is a motivator for your child, set a visual timer. You can find them online or add a visual timer app on your phone. Time Timer is an app that is often used in the classroom. You can download it in the App Store. It's a clock face that is colored by the time given and the color diminishes as the time passes indicating when the time is up. Children often like to work to time, and this can help them complete the instructions within the time given. In summary, the most important tip when it comes to getting your child to follow directions and build following instruction skills is to be consistent. The more routine you are with ensuring your child isn't paying attention and has access to a variety of tools and strategies that work for him, the more he will be able to follow through almost on autopilot. Keep in mind there are children who really struggle with this skill. Children with learning differences will require greater support. Patience, persistence, and perseverance is always necessary when building skills. May you be encouraged as you seek to identify, support, and build the skill of following instructions, a skill your child needs for the rest of his or her life. So that's it for today, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that it brought some encouragement and direction for you as you seek to build the skill of following directions and instructions with your children. Perhaps you have a question related to today's podcast or a general parenting question. Please reach out. You'll find me on Instagram at nextsteps or you can email me at coachingnextsteps.com. I look forward to seeing you this Friday as a very special guest joins me across this online table.